Welcome to the DCC RPG Actual Play Podcast, brought to you by the Iron Tavern and Spellburn. Our cast of characters for this campaign is Baptist, the cannibalistic thief, Nuniklaus, the boom cannon wizard, Jargon, where did he go, halfling, Santh, cleric of Mani, Vixila, the guardian warrior, Gonlex, the warrior who dreams of seafaring journeys, Mephrodis, the corrupted wizard, Bong, the glistening warrior, Aram, the sergeant-at-arms warrior, and Jadawin, the apprentice wizard. With near-devastating casualties in the last folks the party sent to Castle White Rock, it is time to recruit some new ones for another push into the castle. Regrouping in Silamar, the group sets out again to root the monks out of the ruins. A perilous climb up the tower high above the ruins grants the party egress into the castle via a different route. That path is not without hazard, however. So, we have a whole new list of characters tonight, right? Toby is dead. Cross him out. Adam, what's your character's name? Uh, are we having one or are we having two? I don't know. What did we decide? I, I think know, we decided up to two, right? If you're comfortable yep. running two, you can go with two. Okay. Uh, I rolled two. Okay. Uh, we've got Finlay, F-I-N-L-A-Y, who is a dwarf. Okay. And we've got Mara, M-A-R-A, who is a thief. She is awesome. Is she better looking okay. than Finlay? The dwarf and Mara the thief. Correct. Okay. Matt, we've got Torg is coming with us tonight and an elf named Speedo. Speedo. Torg I couldn't think of anything. And Speedo. <laughs> Please tell me he was named after his attire. It may as well. It, it fits it's a theme, mithril, doesn't it? It's Mithril uh, Speedo. <laughs> And Aaron, Buzzcork is dead. Who do we bring in tonight? We have the Nightfish and Hunch, Michigan. The Nightfish? <laughs> and Chicken? Hunch. Hunch. Chicken, Michigan? Hunch, Chicken? What did you say? This is this is the Nightfish coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> They're blind, tall, and they look like they could be brothers. <laughs> they are. Did you say blind? Blonde. Blonde, got it. I was gonna say blind. A pretty big That would have been fun. I heard blind too and I was like, ooh. <laughs> I can't wait to see how this goes. Dustin, you still have Silas? Yep, Silas is here and level two appropriately um and then joining uh our wonderful team is threll the elf he is a falconer and a pretty dumb elf at that <laughs> not, not the most castry of elves okay Threl, a dumb elf oh. with a falcon but he's, but he's got a he's got a spear he's he's a wood elf i've decided that's why he follows the teachings of Radu. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there such a thing as a wild elf? Wild wood elf. What was the uh, thing that Daniel Bishop wrote? He had some elves in it. What was that adventure? What what now? Daniel Bishop's elves. He wrote an he wrote an adventure and there was like a I had these wild, crazy, uh, torture happy, sadistic elves. 
I don't remember the name of it, though. It wasn't Stars of Darkness. I didn't read it? the thing. I just read the first part, and then I stopped because I thought you might want to run it. So I don't remember which one it was, though. It was yeah. the one where we won. I don't think uh, we haven't played it, but... Anyway, you got he's Tom the... Cotton, and yes. you, you brought some else along too, right? No, I did not. So oh, you're just going with Tom Cotton? Well, I, I, I didn't. I thought the two characters were people that were still first level. Oh. <laughs> the chumps. <clears throat> did you want a second character? Uh, I'm going to go with one for now. Okay. He's that confident. That sounds like a challenge. <laughs> Tom Cotton seems to be a pretty good head on his shoulders. <laughs> Not rushing into things. He got the heck out of Dodge, that's for sure. Who can blame him? Tom Cotton is the fabric of our lives. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I have to be honest, I can't wait to get Patron Taint from Radu, King of Rabbits. Wow. I'll have to look at that. Rabbit Taint. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't had Taint until you've had Rabbit Taint. Oh. And there's the turn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did you ever expect it to no no okay so and I believe we sort of briefly discussed Silas probably knew some folks in town you guys got a job to do for uh, for the, the higher level guys so you sort of rounded up the recruits and ended up with this motley group Is that along the lines of yeah sounds right so with that We'll have everybody that wants to be at the end of the Slumbering Drake at the end of the Slumbering Drake. Silas and Tom Cotton have a wonderful tale to tell how they went off to seek the riches of uh, uh, Castle White Rock. They'd heard of the uh, Order of Monks searching for the Halls of Forgotten Lore, and they went out, sure to be heroes, ended up returning to town with their tails between their legs as three-fifths of the party was slaughtered in a brutal ambush by the monks uh, of the Order of the Dawning Sun protecting their excavation site. Torg says, sounds like some ass need kicking. (laughs) Is Torg the barbarian one? He's the caveman that we picked up at the... He's the caveman. He's got a club. Sounds like Captain Caveman. Oh, this is awesome. Been waiting for this guy. So... The inn is bustling with business. It's breakfast time. Shortly after breakfast time, the main breakfast rush is left. Uh, but uh, there's still people lingering, people that aren't off to work right away. Uh, they're starting to straighten up the dining hall a bit because it, it's a little less crowded. But they're still serving food. There's still a couple other people around. Uh, and Silas and Tom Cotton gathered their friends. They can relay the tale of what happened. We uh we were attacked. Sorry, I'm, that's what you're calling, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was uh trying to write some stuff out. Jeffrey caught me off guard. In that secret note document? Oh. Uh no, actually, I'm trying to put these characters into Obsidian Portal because I've been so damn busy this week. I haven't had a chance to do it yet. I'm start. Uh, alas, alas, friends, there we were at the ruins of. The keep outside of the legendary Castle White Rock. There we encountered strange monks who acted strangely <laughs> towards us. <laughs> A strange bunch. Yes, it was very strange. 
um, our group was ambushed as we were trying to investigate. And the monks mentioned that they were working for Shantessa, but that struck me as kind of odd because she has a fairly good reputation. And I believed them at first when they were um, when they were benevolent towards us, but once they attacked, that that kind of that idea kind of seemed like it shattered. What do you think, Tom Cotton? All I know is that there's some sort of beast man there, like a an half orc or something, and they, their wizard is what did us in. Yes, if we are to uh, to be victorious in infiltrating these, we noticed that they had coffins, which reminded us of the uh, um, coffins that our group here in town had been investigating. So there's obviously something up with the con with the with the coffins there. Um, but when we checked the coffins, they were empty. So obviously they hadn't found what they were looking for yet. <clears throat> Not everybody jump at once. What did uh? They're afraid. The wizards have them on their heels. They're like, forget this. We're going to stay here, eat breakfast. Uh, the night fish will go up there just to see that beast man. How many uh, bear, uh, beds were in each of the tents? Seven. And, uh, well, okay, there were four, four three, tents. There were uh, five, five tents, and three four of was, them yeah. had bed barracks in them, and there were seven in each. Okay. So, and then there was one that had a big table that they kept trying to get you guys to head into. It had various. It was like a sorting table where they've been yeah. sorting to various things and never went into the other tent. Right. So there's there's at least uh, you know twenty twenty one guys. We dealt with maybe what five. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, you dealt with two up on the. You dealt with three in the guardhouse. Yep. Uh, and two in the rubble area. Yep. And then, and then when you nice. went into the ambush area, you came into uh, at least one, two, like three, three regulars and a wizard, and then the the big dude. Yeah. Yep. It looks like they were pretty well prepared to to execute that <clears throat> ambush. Finley will ask, uh, "What's the plan?" Well, we need to. Head back up that way and take these guys out. I mean, they, they, so they, they, our buddies might still be up there. They might be chained as prisoners. We should go and see if they need rescuing. And obviously, that, um, I know Vixila and Mephrodis and Baptist and the group here in town was, uh, um, working on finding out what was going on with these coffins. And there's definitely something mm. going on up there with those coffins. Mm. We found out that bodies were being shipped out in the coffins, correct? I don't, I don't know off the top of my head. I think you guys ever... No, we, when we interrogated the guy, he said bodies were being shipped in, I thought. Okay. I thought it was like something kind of weird about that, but I don't really remember exactly. Let's go beat him up again and find out more. <laughs> sure, Pixila's in on that. <laughs> I'm sure she is too. She's she's she remains silent at that suggestion. <laughs> Continues to munch on her bacon. Yeah. So, right. do you guys want to investigate something in town, or get the new group and head them off to uh, take care of these monks that held you off at the castle? I mentioned to go up there again. Yeah, yeah. let's go there. Send them off. Okay. Uh, 
Silas and Tom Cotton obviously know the way. They've been back and forth now a couple times. Um, and you guys set off. The day is a little cool, uh, partly cloudy. Uh, you make good time uh, with Silas and Tom leading and pointing the directions. You guys are able to make good time. There's no you know hesitation at uh, any forks in the road or anything like that. Um, and by late afternoon, early evening, you find yourself again on the uh, outskirts of the... Oh, crap. I not have it. Oh, I do. You find yourself back at the castle. You there is a little campsite when you guys first get there. This is where you guys where the first group came, and you guys decided to backtrack a bit and sleep before heading in. Still an option here potentially, but there's a little uh, campsite some uh, up here just off the trail. You see the tall tower off in the distance. You can see the water lapping in the crater below. Or the, the chasm below. You can see the ruined wall uh, of the the castle of the castle White Rock down in here, and you see the little trail that led down through the uh, to the guardhouse down below. How far is that campsite from the water? It's a ways away. It's probably I mean, uh, the, there's a cliff. The cliff probably drops 80, 90 feet down to the water. Okay. Campsite's probably you know 50 yards from the edge. Okay, but the water came up directly into their work site, right? Correct. The The work site, the water sort of laps up on the edge of it. There's ruins you're excavating where actually, you know, the water is sort of lapping up to the edge of those ruins and things like that. Okay, we didn't check out the tall tower. Does the cliff that the tall tower sits on, does it look like it descends directly down into the work site? Yes, that's pretty much in line. The tower is pretty much above the ruined part of the structure. Well, as a off the cuff, I would suggest we could possibly build some sort of watercraft and try to pile it in to the go around the, the doors all together, or we could try to go up to the tower and check it out and maybe climb down the rope. Something well, about we've heard. Go ahead, Aaron. There were some rumors about something coming out of that water, right? Yeah, that's where I was going. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a sea monster or something. Yep, rumors of a sea monster inside the lake. Can we see down into the ruins from above? Not really from where you're at, just the way the rock shifts and turns. It's not like an even circle. It sort of like goes out and cuts back in, goes out, cuts back in. Sort of recessed in there, so you can't quite get a good view from where you're at. You can see water, so I mean the boat idea or float floating something isn't it would be a possibility. You could, you know, there's like a 80, 90 foot cliff, but you know, ropes you could lower yourself down. Uh, the tower is across sort of a broken slope. It's uh, scattered with large rock boulders. It's rugged terrain uh, to, to reach the tower. It's certainly reachable, though. It's not, you know, prohibitive, but it is rough terrain, slow, excuse me, slow movement. Uh, Will it require climb checks? No, not to reach okay. the... It's more of a flat thing. I'm trying to like, think of boulder field near mountains, like a, like in the Rocky Mountains, where there's like boulder fields and talus slopes. It's like that. It doesn't require climb checks, just slow movement. Okay. You couldn't... like you. It's rough enough you couldn't take a cart over it. There too many, uh, you know... Can we sit right into the tower? Can you see what? Way into the tower. You do not see a way in the tower from where you're at. You don't see any doors from where you're looking or anything like that. There are... There is a... Like a window cut in at the very top, like a. So there's like a window up there. How big is this crater? It's pretty big. Um, it, I mean, it looks like some sort of large activity, uh, seismic activity of some sort happened. Um, 
It's how long, how long would hundreds it of yards across in diameter. Oh. It's like a lake. It's almost like a crater formed and a lake like broke yeah. through like a dam or a levee and then like flooded in. So like it's sort of connected to a, a larger lake of sorts, if that makes sense. Okay, I got you. Well, I say we should camp and see what goes on overnight. To encamp here at this spot? Yeah, that's that's my idea. What does everybody else think? I don't know. I, 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 it seems like an obvious place. We got no indication that they tried to pursue us. You've you've seen no indication that they tried to pursue, correct? Has there been any? Uh, Silas wants to scout around a little bit and see if he sees any like tracks nearby our campsite. There does appear to be some tracks uh, along the trail that you would have used to get in and out that are other than Silas and Tom's. Yeah, they might still be getting deliveries. They look humanoid. They look humanoid, yes. Well, what if we hold up and wait for one of these deliveries? Maybe go back in the woods and hide and wait, see what this delivery is all about. Or ambush the the, the delivery man. Well, we've got new people in the party now, so if we did that, possibly replace the drivers because they know what two of you guys look like at least. All right. Yeah, I think that might be it. That's not a bad idea. That way we can get a feel for what's in the coffin, if anything, when they're going in there. Yeah, I think we should do that. Yeah. I'm going to interrogate somebody if we can capture one of them, figure yeah. out what Do we remember when they said the next delivery was expected? They just kept insisting you guys were not there on the right day last time. They said they had, they had like two more days to go or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and like two more days to go. So you may have just missed the last delivery by the time you gathered folks up, but that doesn't mean there's not more coming or something like that. Well, I mean, even if we kind of scout the place out for a couple of days, it couldn't hurt just to see if anybody comes out of there to check the grounds or get a feel for if they have a patrol just to kind of keep an eye on the place or whatever on the outside. I'm not saying that they would, but couldn't hurt. Okay. So where do you guys want to set up your little... Uh, Camp. Somewhere out of clear side of the. Uh, yeah. I'd like to backtrack a little bit and maybe find the best ambush spot along the route. Okay. Uh, there's probably decent ambush because you get up here and it's sort of more of a mountainous terrain where the trees and stuff don't grow that great. But you get oh probably an hour or so away, you get to the, like where that where it makes that shift from uh, you know trees, pines, and shifts into more of the the mountain landscape so probably back that way you could find spot there's a it's mainly tree growth that would provide you cover it's not like a box canyon or, or a canyon type thing or anything like that but it, there's trees and brush and you know a reasonable spot to make an ambush point so. maybe we could also um set a trap yeah. like i'm thinking like maybe we could light a fire and then like stuff a couple sleeping bags or something Kind of stuff a couple of bedrolls, make some kind of human-shaped mounds in them, and just kind of see who comes to investigate those type of things. I like that. That's a good idea. We could. What, what are we going to do if they don't come investigate those things? Well, then no big deal. We're not out anything. We started a fire. I mean, we only have a plan, like, to... If they, you know, whether they well, stop or not, maybe we don't have it as advantageous of a... Well, I was thinking to stretch a rope across the trail, cover it up, and then we can, you know, as their car comes by, maybe we can pull it up and sort of tangle up the horse or 
however they're doing it and just kind of halt them real quick. So do you want to do the ploy at the campsite by the castle or back here at the ambush spot? Well, I guess I was thinking about maybe people coming to investigate. I wasn't necessarily thinking about a delivery. Um, just to see if there's guards watching and they see a... Yeah, I mean, because it could... We, I mean, we don't know. It could be several days before a delivery is... Well, that's a, it, I mean, it's a good idea to maybe draw somebody out if there is someone back at the tower watching. <clears throat> I had thought more about the delivery, but it makes sense. I mean, I think we could bury the rope and prepare for the delivery, too, in case it comes. Yeah. But we could be waiting, you know, depending on how mean Jeffrey wants to be, we could be waiting on several days. We could be waiting for several days for that to show up. Matter get all this Spielberg back, man. Jeffrey's not going to be that mean. Well, you know how we like to play hour by hour. So in about four weeks of real time, <laughs> <laughs> this cart comes by. <laughs> all right, well, let's do both. Let's set up the trap along the trail, and then we'll... So the trap, do you want to backtrack an hour or or do it like here? At the campsite, on the, closer to the, the no, I mean I'd like to be out of sight of the tower, but it maybe okay. doesn't do that. So just so maybe just fall back like twenty minutes down the trail and do it. But not an ideal ambush spot, but one that if you could prep would give you some advantage. Yeah. Are we going to be splitting the party though if we do that? I mean, if it's twenty minutes away, then no, let's just split. Let's just do one. I agree. Like, I, I don't think we can do both and not split the party, so. So, I mean, it's up to you guys. Do you want to plan for a card or plan for watchers? Let's do the watchers since we're here. Yep. And if we happen to see the, the cart going by, we can just... <laughs> yeah, I'm good for that. Sounds good. Okay. So, it starts to cross into early evening. Uh, the sun starts to sink a little in the sky. What steps are you guys going to take to try to draw attention? So far, I'm sort of assuming you haven't done anything to draw attention to yourself. You guys haven't exactly been stealthy, but nor have you done anything to draw attention. What steps would you take to draw attention to yourself? Big campfire. Okay. Yeah, let's build a campfire, set some decoys, you know, lobs, and then we'll just retreat back a little bit and see what happens. I don't know. I don't think they're coming out to check on us. They're behind that wall. Why would they come out? Well, we need but some way to draw them out. It's kind of the obvious thing that there would be a campsite here. I mean, either they're going to come out or the sea monster's going to come out, one or the other. <laughs> right? Or nothing happens, but... That'd be boring. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for the confirmation, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. If Maybe we, we could start the fire and then, like, plan, like, a break-in while... While they're distracted, like, what's that fire over there? Can you see what's going on? And maybe we could be sneaking in some other way. Yeah, I mean, I'm good. I like the idea of building the raft and going in that way, but, you know, sea monsters and all that shit. Yeah, we might get hit on going in, but we might also bring a sea monster into their camp, too. So. I don't think there's a sea monster. Hard push, push the tower over on them. <laughs> How far back when we camped last time? How far back when we were in camp? Last time you can't, you fell back like almost two hour hour back, forty five minutes back, something like that. You fell back pretty far last time. I think it was about an hour. I think we just need to hide and watch and see what happens. But when we camped, didn't we camp like right on the trail or right off or whatever? Just off the trail, yeah. yeah. 
let's just do something. You guys, like, whatever's cool with me. Yeah, we're killing time. Bob Cotton, what do you say? Yeah, call it, Kelly. Oh, man. I, I'd like to go explore the tower area. That's not either plan. Damn it. <laughs> that's probably the smart plan, though. So let's get that. That's right. I got Yeah, Silas has got a rope and grappling hook. Let's go do that. Let's go Let's go check out this tower. Go. The night fish is already climbing up the rocks. So, no <laughs> diversion. Just head to the tower. Yep. <laughs> no boat. Just straight in. No tower. boat, no ambush, no tower, but just the head to the tower and get it. This is why you love us, Jeffrey. Yeah. <laughs> we, just, we, we, just, we, we just spent ten minutes laying various, <laughs> various nefarious plans. And then made a like, rash decision to just avoid all of them. <laughs> well, you got to go with Kelly. Well, well, Matt convinced me when he was like, they're not going to come out here. All right, let's do it. We're doing it. <laughs> I'm already climbing the rocks. It's too late. Okay. What could go wrong? You guys make your way across the rock as the sun sinks in the sky. Um, shadows grow long. The the It's difficult terrain. Lots of boulders, rocks, uh, little things that, you know, careful not to slip and break your ankle from the, the precarious of some of the rocks. And you get to the base of the tower, and there is a window way up high at the top. There is no door anywhere around. On the other side of the tower, you can't see from the drawing here, but there's another window. At the top, there is like a rope ladder that hangs uh-huh. 10, 15, 20 feet down, like someone has pulled it part way up. And it's dark enough now, you can also see that there's a little bit of light up there in that tower window. Huh. But there's no entrance. Oh, the window is probably, let me see here, <laughs> the window is, <clears throat> the window is probably 90 feet high. There's a clock check. Does the rope ladder hang in front of one of the windows, or is it? Like yes, hangs in front of one of the. Yes, hangs in front of the. Not it hangs not in front of the window that you can. The, See, the, the, other the other side. Yep. I was hoping down about. <clears throat> I was kind of hoping it would be in, not in front of a window. That way we could just try to grapple hook the thing down and use it to climb up. It's twenty feet up, right? Ninety feet up. I mean the ladder. Ladder's 20 feet down from the top. Yeah, ladder hangs 10, 15, 20 feet down from the top. doesn't reach the ground, uh, but there's probably 65, 70 feet from the ground where you're oh, at. Oh, it's, it's like 10 to 15 feet from the window, not from the ground. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So, it, so the ladder leads up to the window. It looks like someone has pulled the ladder up after them. It's a rope ladder. It looks like it would reach the ground, but someone has pulled it up, and it's gathered up towards the top, and it Why stretches you- from the window down the wall about... 15, 20 feet, and then okay. there's a gap. I was hoping it like went to the top, was not in front of a window. That way we could use it without alerting anybody of us being there. But if it's coming out of a window, the second we pull on that, someone up there is going to know we're there. Well, let's circle around the tower. Is there another um, window in the tower? So the ladder like, hangs, rope ladder, hangs down from the window like that. And then like the ground is down here like this. So, see, so you've got this gap, and then this is the tower wall. And you said there's only the two windows, the one we can see yep. and the one with the ladder in there, right? Correct. So, this is the back here. How, how difficult would it be to use the wall to climb? <clears throat> it looks like climb. a smooth wall. Um, 
Noonie class right It here. does. It's relatively smooth. It's rough enough that someone skilled at climbing could make an attempt, though it, even they believe it appears to be a difficult attempt. Uh, Speed of not impossible. Maybe. And there's there's no other there's no other windows. Other po- there's two windows. What did you ask, Adam? But they're on the same level. Same height. Uh, there's. I've got the map on the left is the back of the tower that has the ladder. The other side was towards the site, which we'll call the front of the tower. So there's two windows almost directly opposite of each other. Okay. Would, um, would a clamshare surfaces check work on this one? Yes, it would. So Mara and her infinite wisdom. Hang on. Let's, let's check for secret doors down low before you climb. Yeah, that's like a good idea. Or something like that. Like, if there's something that goes into the basement at level or something. Okay, Possibly. who's going to check? Uh, Speedo will. Um, Silas will help out. Hey. Uh, but he probably doesn't need any help. Speedo does not find any secret doors at this level. Speedo is not a nice person. How did you get a plus seven on that roll? Elves get a plus four to find secret doors. What? And he gave himself an 18 in his intelligence. Uh, Call John Marr. That's Uh. legit. (laughs) (laughs) That was the first roll. Silas, I'm assuming Silas doesn't find anything then. (laughs) Correct. Silas doesn't find anything either. About throwing a grappling hook up to the top and climbing up. I mean, we can we can definitely try that. I've only got right, fifty foot window. of rope. If anybody else has got another length of rope, we can tie them together and try that. I, have, I do not. I've got. I have, I have fifty. We can get it to the top, maybe. I mean, I mean, the bad thing is, is if we pull that rope down, I mean, they're probably going to hear us pull the rope down. No, what I'm saying is throw a grappling hook all the way to the top. To the, to the, oh, to the top, top. To the top of the tower. Maybe there's a door there. Speedo has rope work as a spell. He could probably summon a rope to go up there. Ah, there you go. Let's get this first spell out of this group. Uh, <laughs> see it. Let's do it. Let's go, Speedo. All right, he casts rope work. He has a 16 on the check, which the caster summons a rope as above, which is 100 feet in length from nowhere. Using an existing rope or the summoned one, he can command the rope to rearrange itself in any shape. This can be a symbol such as an arrow or square, writing, cursive or block, numbers, or anything else. The rope takes 1d4 rounds to arrange itself depending on the complexity of the request. I request that it be 90 feet in length, but have a, <laughs> but have like a, uh, uh, a 30 degree angle coming down to hook it, to hook the rope ladder, and then we can pull it down. <laughs> Would you like a little luck help on that? I think it's good. I mean, oh, okay. It's so 100 feet of rope, 30 degree angle. You uh, you're attaching a grappling hook at the end of it then to hook it, or how? Or are you just trying to get it to snag that? I'm just summoning it up to go up there and hook around the ladder. We'll pull it down. Yeah, go to the top. Then, then they're gonna they're gonna cut yeah, it. go to the top top. Oh, like go all the way to the window? No, like to the roof. To the, the roof. roof. Okay. Tower. All right, we can do that. But is there a, would there be a difference between the check of climbing the rope ladder or climbing the the, the main dish difference that we're seeing or saying is that by pulling on that rope ladder, there's more rope ladder inside the tower. And oh, when they'll it cut it, yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah, whatever, it really, it's going to go to the top and lasso around one of the ramparts up there. Pharrell will say if Radu was here, we would already be within the tower. Aren't you his emissary? 
sort of. <laughs> Working on he it. Would just, he would just jump up there. <laughs> okay. Um, You'll have to climb this rope, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you manage to summon forth a rope from thin air. It wraps itself around one of the crenellations at the top of the tower, and you give it a tug, and it seems to be secure. Okay. Nice. First. You now have a 100-foot rope around one of the crenellations at the top of the tower hanging down. Where? What side of the tower do you do it? At the back, front, or one of the sides? Uh, close to a window, but not directly across it, so we can climb up and get access mm-hmm. to a window. Um, yeah. Probably on the side without the ladder. Good. Um, Mara's willing to go up and take a look. Okay, go ahead and make a climb check. <laughs> here we go. Yep, here it comes. This is just a D20, plus... Plus any kind of modifier you have for climbing. Would the climb shift surfaces one work? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Oh, crap. <laughs> that is a natural one. No. So things never change. You make up just a little bit before you slip off the ladder for one point of damage, or slip off the rope for one point of damage. Okay. I love ropes. I swear, all I have to do is drop a rope in front of you guys, and it's like TPK. <laughs> and flip that special little button over there. <laughs> Who's next? Is it agility or strength-based? I'll the, take either. Tor's willing to give it a shot, unless you're just itching to, Tom Cotton. Uh, you look pretty buff, so uh, you go ahead. <laughs> Torg climbs up. Torg makes, climbs up easily. He gets about halfway up before he has to make another climb check. Ah, the second this climb the check. Second it's the second climb check that's so dangerous. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> four. Look out below. Make a reflex save. All right, I'm going to... Oh, burns. Or did you want to burn luck on that check? I'm debating it. Let me look at my luck real quick. It's not a high DC. This is just you guys in ropes. It's, it's probably like a ten. It's probably like a five. It's probably a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have some uh, luck to share if you need some. I don't know how many of the APs you listen to, Kelly, but this is like the third time I've had him climb a rope. We have never made it up the rope without someone dying. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> They're just looking. So far, the most lethal monster I've used in the game is a rope. <laughs> yeah, give me give me a luck point if you don't mind, Tom Cotton. Yeah. Okay, so that puts you at a six. So, with that, you felt very sketchy at the top of that rope, but you reached the, the roof of the tower, this, the top of the tower. Okay. <laughs> well, what did he see up there? 25%. He has a great view. Um, getting dark shadows are long. The sun is just about dipping beneath the mountains. On the top of the tower, it's just a solid roof with the crenellations. There is no trap door or door that he can see at the top of the roof. Uh, when when he that. went by the window, though, he heard movement inside. Okay. Um, but they did. No, no one looked out or anything. It was like someone was maybe working on their dinner or making themselves a snack or something like that. I'm checking the spell real quick to see how long this spell lasts. I think it's one turn. One of the earlier entries mentioned one turn. I didn't see it get increased yeah, it beyond says, that. Okay, so we'll go with a turn. Um, well, the next person up, bring a real rope with them. Yeah, Torg should have a rope. Actually, Torg does not have a rope. 
you can climb back down and go get one. Climb back I, up. I will, I will go up. I have rope. I have 50 feet. So if we want to tie together with uh, with Silas had rope, right? Yep. Yeah, grab we another one or something. Yeah, we knot the two ropes together, and I will go up since I have a lot of luck on my side. And I'll use agility. One second. You make it look easy. You scamper up to the halfway point, and... Do I make the second one? <laughs> <laughs> you do make the second, but again, that top part seems really sketchy. Yeah. You you know, you start slowing down. I mean, you made the first part look super easy. You get above that halfway mark, and it's just like something makes it uh, okay. much more difficult. But yes, you reach the top. Yeah. Then yep. that fish will go next. Yeah, and then I'll tie, up, I'll tie off the real rope for the eventual disappearance of the other, like right next to it. Okay. So now you've got two people up. You've got a rope tied off at the top. Uh, Why don't you try to... I'll climb up. How close to the window is the halfway point? It's probably... Uh, the very close to the top. It's uh, much closer to the top than it is anywhere near the halfway point. Ooh, once we're uh, all up here, we can... Um, Use break break that our, our two fifty foot ropes in half and come down each door at the same time each 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 uh, window. We'll SWAT action. Maybe. So what's the plan here? I was just thinking like we all climb up and then, and then SWAT style into the windows. Yeah, we could we could try simultaneous windows. How, how round is this tower? Like the circumference? Oh, it is probably. Oh, let me find the map bigger. It is... About 60 feet in diameter. Okay, so, yeah. Hold on, wait. Uh, It could go into two different rooms. We might not want to do that. More like 30 feet in diameter, my fault. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, I'm distracted. Two people at the top of the tower, get a rope drop, permanent rope yep. drop, one that might be yeah, a moment. Maybe people are in there? How many voices? Well, we couldn't tell. No voices, but you heard just like, I don't know, someone shuffling around, Hots digging through. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Like someone. <clears throat> As a halfling, I probably smelled food. Yes. Did you have a ranged weapon up there with you? A sling. Not very good for this situation. I have three javelins. Uh, this is what I was thinking. Let's pull the rope lighter down. And see if somebody sticks their head out. Oh, well, I don't know. Why don't we grab the rope ladder, if we can, and like just pull it up at the top and then drape it from the top? And that way everybody has a, a easier way to get up. A check five is pretty good. <laughs> Not for this group. <laughs> <laughs> am I in, am I in uh, luck donation distance? It has to be eyesight. So. If we climb up, can we get close enough to look in the window? Yeah, and he, well, the I don't know where the permanent rope was dropped, but the spell rope he said was would not in front of the window, but close enough that if you chose to try the window, it would work. So. I, I tied I tied the real rope uh, basically in the crenellation over, like right next to it. I go halfway, and now I want to go. I want to go to the window. Okay. Try to take a better look. Okay. Using the real rope. I've got a hold of the real rope. Yeah. I'm on. I think I'm going to tie the real rope onto myself, and y'all can hold me if I fall. Torg. I'm pointing at Torg. 
Wow. I, I, I can give you two luck points if you want. Oh, that was a one, though. Oh, wait. <laughs> Nightfish! So, Torg, make a reflex save to see if you grab the rope. Come on, Torg. Wake up. He gave you the look. Whether or not Torg understood the look is a different thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe it should have been an intelligence check instead of a... like puppet. Torg's got a 17 intelligence. He's got that covered. Come on, man. I don't have his saves written down. <laughs> this is a 14. The second level caveman has a 14 plus 14 reflex save. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Common knowledge. Common knowledge. It's sad that that might not help still. <clears throat> caveman has to figure out how to make a reflex save first. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Unfortunately, his useless brain. His reflex save is plus one, and he's got a... This one's really plus two. He has a nine. Need luck on that. Uh, I, I am willing to give you... Oh, boy. I mean, he is tied off. Yeah, you were ready for this. Yes, he will probably not fall to the ground. It's just it could, how much... Yeah. He's going to fall into the window. Into the window. Well, now you're you're getting past the window. You're right. well, so, maybe I fall up into the window. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Physics in this game are maybe that's a one after all. So, so you take four points of damage. Oh, you the rope catches you, but you slam into the side of the tower about fifteen feet below that window. Oh, he's, he hollers out. You're still secured to the rope because you had the foresight to tie yourself up to it. <laughs> to his neck. Which saved you like a 5d6 damage roll. Oh. Has anyone poked their head out of the window to see what all the ruckus is about? <laughs> um, to go, let's get an intelligence check from uh, Nightfish. Well, Nightfish? He's the one who was climbing, right? Or was it Hunch? Yeah, there's the Nightfish. Yeah, the Nightfish. Let's make that Nightfish call again. Dang. <laughs> no one notices it anyway. Well, there's people on the ground too. Go ahead and people yeah. on the ground are looking up. <laughs> this whole drama play forth. Feel free to yeah, like and drop his horn. Yeah, you guys are like, yeah, you see a shadow appear at the window, look out, and you see that figure sort of duck back in the window. Mara doesn't know shit. I'm gonna grab the ladder if I can. Come back out with a bow aimed oh, at. Can I grab the ladder? Try, yeah. Well, no, because you guys are on the front of the tower, not the back of the tower. Mara. So there's no ladder on the front of the tower. Mara's pulling out her short bow. Okay, yes, roll silence. initiative, and we'll see if this goes down. Silence. Come on! <laughs> I count as a one or as the three. Is that, was that initiative? Oh, man, I got a one, two. Yeah, initiative. You roll a D16, or the you like crossbow. to pole arm or Actually, head out. That's incorrect. My initiative is a one. I didn't change that macro. Well, you rolled a D16, too. Are you, were you supposed to be rolling a D16? No, this is... That didn't save for some reason. Oh, we've got... I'll stick with the one, though. Dustin up first. Wow. 
win, win an initiative with a big old 13. I know, it's pretty impressive. That's how you know it's good. Invoke patron. Okay. <laughs> Silas and Thrall up first. You've seen the nightfish make his way up, fall, bounce into the side of the tower, which caught the attention of someone or some people inside the tower, poke their head out, and they have retrieved a crossbow. You see them in the tower window. They seem to be trying to line up a shot on uh, what's the What's the penalty for uh, range. range penalty Second in the, in the first or in the second range increment? It goes down a die, right? Uh, so D twenty down to a D sixteen or something. Right. Is that what it does? Hang on, let me check it out. What? I thought it was just like a plus one or something. I think it is like a negative instead. Oh, that's it's got to be the dice, right? That's that's where all the fun is. No. All right, for a crossbow, the range is eighty one sixty two forty two hundred modifier. Blah, blah, no, it's blah. it's minus two for medium range. It's one die for long range. Okay. Minus one die. I knew you were trying to screw us. <laughs> All right, minus two. Oh man! You slinging? Is that what you're doing? No, I've got bows, <laughs> but I'm I'm thinking about maybe trying to think of what I could do here to help out my buddy, my new buddy, the night fish. See if any of these spells. No, those spells are dumb. All right, so Threll is going to snap off a shot with his bow. Okay. I'm assuming a three does not hit. He does not hit. Mm. These are these rules of yours, Jeffrey. They're very, very unfair. It's these dice. One d twenty plus two for a crossbow bolt, and an eight. That misses as well. And that takes us to me, I think. I'm cutting. Okay, so what I'd like to do is I want to get out one of my short swords. I want to try to, like, use one arm to go down the rope and basically kick this crossbowman in as I jump in the, the, the window and stab him. There you go. There you go. I don't have any deeds, but That's I'm going to... heroic I, I, I got a lot of luck to blow. So. That deserves a deed. That's some heroic action right there. That is one brave halfling. It is. I'll see you on the other side. All right. So, uh, how, how do we go about doing that? I'm thinking the best way to do that. I almost wonder if it should. You're just going to try and knock him into the window? Yeah, I, I want to come into the, the the room on you know one sword in one hand in case I can get an attack off. But basically, I'm going to try to kick him like over and come into the room. You know, with my well, yeah. Why don't you make a luck check? Okay. So roll under your luck. Okay, so I got a 14. And I don't get my luck bonus, obviously. Only if you want to take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be a <laughs> negative. All right, I made it. Okay, so Tom Cotton goes sliding down this rope, like one-handed, gets a little bit of uh, arc going on the rope because he leaps off the tower with such force. It sort of arcs him out over a bit. And he comes swooping in, lines it up perfect, catches this crossbow guy, and knocks him, he and the crossbow guy, back into the the room. Okay, what do I see? You find yourself in a circular room that has 
Um, a very clean chamber. Uh, there's a couple other arrow slits in here beyond the windows. Uh, there's the two windows. There's a bedroll in here, a small table that has a like a pan and a little uh, uh, improvised cooking stove. There's a wooden chest. Uh, and it looks like there's a large bird cage, but you, it looks like it may have a bird in it that you can't, you know, you just swooped in here. You can't take it all in. But bird cage, bird, uh, and you're inside this circular room that is about uh, 30 feet in diameter. Is this cat by himself? He is by himself. Okay, excellent. So I don't think I have an attack after all that, but... You do not, okay. do not have an attack after I all that. I say, come on, guys, he's alone. And then we got Torg and Speedo. Torg's at the top of the tower. Speedo is not. All right, Torg is going to do the same thing, inspired by his little friend, Tom Cotton. He is going to attempt to scale down the rope, slide down the rope, one-handed, spear under his arm, ready to like thrust into somebody's gut. That's going to be his D. He's going to like jump out with the rope, swing in, come in at force through the window, and spear the nearest person. Okay. The nearest person. <laughs> the Except nearest person. Tom. Which could be the Tom Cotton. Uh, the nearest full-sized person. All right, does that sound legit? Sounds legit. He got a 12, missed the D. Okay. You leap down... You go flying down the rope. You're just a little off the mark. You maintain a stronghold on the rope, and you're dangling outside the window. So you're on the window level. You haven't fallen, but you didn't quite get the whole through the window bit of the the, the of the whole action. But you're like right there at the window, hanging from the rope. And do I see any more than Tom Cotton? Um, you see Tom Cotton, and you see the other individual inside the room. Okay. And uh, who's down on the ground still? Punch. Punch. Would you like Finlay and Laura? Who Silas like, and Thrill. Who would like an enlargement? Surprise us. <laughs> It'd be regular size. It's a it's a touch. Enlarge the that fish. I yeah, got, it's a touch. Yeah. I gotta have to touch you. Uh, Finlay, maybe he's a dwarf. Yeah. Okay. If that's good with everybody else. Yep. I look forward to this. It might make at least make the uh, climb check easier. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. You increase by 10%, but not enough to confer statistical bonuses. So now he's regular height. So, yeah. That was just a short, what a lame spell check band. result. It doesn't do anything. It just makes you a little taller so you can reach yeah. something out of reach. Hooray. <laughs> you least I didn't lose it. It's at Cedar Point. <laughs> <laughs> that's just what he wanted our halfling is now this tall to ride. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Uh, and who's up then? That would be. Am I? I think so. I'm just going to cast the word on my end. No, yeah. no, maybe. How far is it to the guy? Hunch is still on the base. Yeah. Yeah. He's about 75 feet up. Okay. Um, yeah, about 75 feet up. I'm not going to do that. Hunch is going to climb. Climb the rope. It goes halfway. Piece of cake. Makes it halfway up the rope. And how far is it from the night fish? To the guy in the window. Well, the guy in the window has been knocked back in by the fearless Tom Cotton, the halfling. 
but the night fish is probably about 10 foot below the window. All right, he's going to try to climb into the window. Okay. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Man, come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fumble. <laughs> he's hanging upside down, kicking his feet. Yeah, he's hanging upside down. He's dangling from this rope. He's tied off to it, and he only had to go 10 feet. So he's just not having any luck at getting climbed up in this thing. And the guy that um, got knocked into the room, he hurriedly turns his crossbow on Tom Cotton. He didn't drop it? He didn't drop it. So it looks like an awkward shot for him. Misses. Awesome. Yes. We finally get to Finlay, the dwarf, and Mara, the thief. Well, Finlay doesn't have many options because he's got people dangled up on the rope, but Mara, seeing this, is going to try to go ahead and climb sheer surfaces anyway. Eight. She starts climbing, no problem. Nice. Um, Finlay? Finlay doesn't have... Finley's, you know, Finley being of normal size now is going to just kind of keep an eye out to see if anybody else shows up. If somehow this guy was able to set off like a, an alarm or trigger something. That takes us to Silas and Threll. Okay, so do we have a rope hanging down? You have a permanent rope that is hanging down and also attached to the nightfish who is hanging upside down, screaming his head off because of probably from frustration. Okay, so and there's only <laughs> there's only one rope and he has it. Uh, it, the rope is dangle, hanging down the whole thing. Are you looking to climb the rope, or? Well, yeah, but if he's attached to it, that might uh, be kind of difficult. Tied off to it. He's tied off. I'm not picturing that he tied off at the very end of it. I'm picturing he tied off like the midway point. Got it. So it's climbable. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> like he's cut him in half. <laughs> but it's the yeah. but it's the only rope that we have. The magic rope is probably still there for another minute or two. And how far does that go up? All the way up. Top. You've got two ropes all the way to the top. Just one's going to disappear when the magic runs out. Is anybody, <laughs> up at, is anybody up at the top? Yes, we've got... Hold it. Did everybody jump off the top? <laughs> yes, there's nobody at the top. Yeah, nobody at the top. They, was, there, was there a means to get in from the top? No, there was not. Wow. Not that they found. Okay. And this guy that was in the window has turned and gone in. I yeah. Well, because Tom Cotton sort of made him go in. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Tom Cotton swung through the window, knocked him back from the window, and now Tom right, Cotton right, right. is inside the, the room. Yeah. And, so. Uh, not Speedo. Torg is hanging right outside the window. He almost got in the window, but he's on the same level, and the nightfish is hanging upside down about 10 feet below the window. So basically what you're saying is worst situation imaginable. Yeah, it looks like a Monty Python skit, you know. Uh, yeah. Um, Silas and, and, and Thrill are good here on the ground. I mean, like, I can climb that rope, but I've seen all the trouble the night fish has had with that rope, and I'm looking over at Hunch, and I'm like, what's, what's up with your boy? Uh... Silas and Silas and Pharrell will delay, and maybe uh, maybe on his turn he'll straighten things out and they can start to ascend. Got it. I will put you after and delay the end. Yep. 
near a 30-foot diameter room with a man armed with a crossbow who looks about ready to drop it and grab a short sword. Okay, he's going to get both of mine. Or not. Oh, and you miss. Or no swords at all. Guy is spry. Jesus. Torg and Rogue. Tito. Torg, you're right outside the window. You can easily cross into the room now if you wish. Torg is going to use his deed to try to like launch himself, like grab a hold of the windowsill and like throw himself into the room, spear forward and try to spear the guy. <laughs> he has a 24 and hits the deed. I rolled the deed wrong. Let me re-roll the deed. <laughs> One way to hit the deed. The one in front of that. Okay, now he has a four on the deed, which does hit the deed, so that would be a a twenty. Yes, it is a hit, and the deed is successful. So you bunch yourself through the window. You've got your spear. You spear the guy. He takes nine damage from the attack, and you kill him. Awesome. Uh You're in a room with. there's a birdcage. Yes, there is. It's a clean chamber. There's a few arrow slits, two windows. There's a bedroll, small table, wooden chest. On the table is a wooden birdcage about three feet high. Inside, a jet black raven casually plucks its feather. Actually, excitedly, it's jumping about the, the cage. Is it blueberry? It's not. Is there a stairway down? There is a... Uh, Fall, uh, trap door in the floor of the room. Okay, okay. Was the fellow wearing the regalia of the monks? Yes. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> uh, I say, uh, you know, go help him. Strong guy. Do I have anything left? Are we out of initiatives or? Yeah, out of initiatives. Okay, yeah, we go help him up, so. Yeah. So, with you guys' help, you're able to get the night fish into the room. Looks a little worse for the wear. His head's bumped a little bit, uh, but he's, he's he's alive. Tor's going to laugh at him a little bit in this caveman, good-humored way. <laughs> <laughs> You've got three of you in the room. The rest of you guys are down on the floor of the... Put out the rope. Uh, um, is the rope ladder? This this is the same room, obviously, has a rope ladder. Yeah, let's let the rope yes. ladder down. Yeah, the other window has a rope ladder. Uh, okay, we, we point them over, like, go the other way. Okay. That's easy to communicate to them. Yeah. It's easy to drop the, a rope ladder down. Uh, does take climb checks to go up the rope ladder. Well, Hunch is already halfway up, so he's going to go on up. Okay. And, and then, to get up the ladder, it's one climb check instead of two. Whoever's climbing the ladder, get one climb check from you to climb up to well, that top tower. Getting in, he'll slap the nightfish in the back of the head. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What was the guy cooking? All right, Speedo gets up. Uh, looks like he was cooking up some uh, like ham. Uh, Me and Torg have already ate that up. Before. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing we do. <laughs> he was frying up some ham and a little thing over a makeshift little stove thing. Yeah, campfire or something. Yep. And there is a chest and a trap door in the floor of the... Bunch is going to reach in his pouch and pull out a leech and put it on the the wound on the nightfish's head and some little prayer. Man, we have the... What is going on? Worst dice. So the leech might actually cause some damage here. <laughs> 
misapplied. It, oh. it's all upside down. Stamina down one from bloodletting. <laughs> How does that work on my own hands? Uh, you get a disapproval, and... so you can do it again, but now your disapproval range is one and two. He pulls the leech off, looks at the leech, throws it out the window, <laughs> grabs another leech out of the pouch and sticks it back on the wound. There you go. There we go. He shakes his head. That's better. <laughs> he, gets, he gets one die, so that how it works. Level one character, that's the most I can get, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes. <laughs> wow, all my rolls together have an equal up to 20. It's <laughs> 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 enough. Smacks the fish in the back of the head again. So, so what's in the chest? The. <laughs> you just gonna open it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it opens. It is not locked. There oh. is a worn quill for ink pots. Three pieces of parchment that are cut into one inch by six inch strip. There's a small leather tube about an inch and a half long with two leather cords attached. I send messages by the by the yeah. raven. Send, send gold. <laughs> nice. <laughs> send gold fast. <laughs> I bet it just flies down to the camp. Is it, you can try it to see where it goes. See yeah, just, it like, just hey, what's going on or something like that. No, no, no. <laughs> right missing you guys on there and send it down there. <laughs> Come up one at a time. Write our new Twitter trend. <laughs> I can only put 140 characters on this note. <laughs> <laughs> Can we start climbing up the rope ladder? Yes, you can. Is, is one there climb any... check. It's uh, because of the ladder. It's still an easy check, and only one instead of. Is there any like? Is there like stairs or anything there leading down? There. There's a, a, a trapdoor. Barred trapdoor in the floor of the room. Got a bar over it. Nice. So it looks right. like it'd be movable from the side, but. Okay. Yeah, um, Silas and oh. Silas and Thrill will start their way up. From this side, um, they're all. Yeah, correct. So Decide you you're on. If you're ever yeah. under attack, you can. There's a seven for Thrill. Make it yep. with the rope okay. ladder. All right. This ladder is easy. And then Silas. What? Negative one. What? Yeah, that's not happening. That's for, yeah, he's, he's got that. He's got all of that. Okay. Anybody else on the ground climbing the ladder? Come on, boys, let's go. <laughs> well, I mean, Mara's already halfway up the wall, having been climbing it herself, so I think she's just going to keep trying. Okay. Go to, make. Well, I mean, might as well. She's halfway up it. Oh, nice. Okay. Of course. On yeah, the ladder. He, he is going to be using strength. Uh, hold on. And you easily make it. Cool. All right. When everyone's ready, we can... Uh... Okay, so I'm just going to draw this map real fast. not a big deal. It's a... Uh... My wife walked by earlier and said you had very good skills in paint. <laughs> See? You <laughs> had them. 
don't don't leave it up to me to be the judge. You should leave it to the fan base because this might get another screen capture. I'm just saying. So on the You've got a little further <laughs> down on that map, I've yes. put scroll down, way down. A circle. Descriptive. Trapdoor. <laughs> it's got a bar over it. Trapdoor or like a door that leads to something else that we might be. Door. Just a door and a floor. You assume it's a trapped door. No. Gotcha. Trapped door. Okay. I was gonna say you really gave away the surprise there, Jeffrey. Trapdoor, you know, in the floor. Not like you at all. We move the bar. So you move the bar. It's easily check it moved. For, check it for traps. Should we? Nah. Check it for traps? No. Okay, who's opening it? I will. You open the door, and immediately the stench of animal waste is almost overpowering uh, as you peek your head in. Down below, the stone floor is littered with straw, cloth, and twigs collected into several messy piles. The rest of the floor is pockmarked with... Um, and it, the trapdoor is actually a, a stairway that sort of winds down the inside of the tower a little bit. Um, and you hear rustling in, in some of the straw. Hmm. Anybody got a torch? <laughs> actually, uh, who would adventure um, with a it, torch? Does my improvision help at all, or does it doesn't reach? Um, yeah, go ahead and make a... Uh, well, I'll do one of those, too. Intelligence check. Oh, crap. Right. My int is average. Thrall's going to take a look, too, since he's elfing it up. 14. Uh, you guys see what 18. appear to be uh, <laughs> taking up off in the air are several like birds that seem agitated uh, at presence. That's a door. Are they normal size or like giant size? Uh, they're, they're not giant size. They're uh, more than four of them, and they seem to be about two feet tall, two and a half feet tall. Word. I punch that hawk in the face. <laughs> Actually, sign <laughs> 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 the power of ball, are we? <laughs> Threll, uh, Threll has a hawk or a falcon because he's a falconer. He has a he has a falcon named Scythus. Does he speak any kind of bird? No, he's, he only speaks common elven and chaos. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was a very apropos, randomly rolled language. Well, par for the corpse there. Yep. Um, yeah, Thrill will start to descend the stairs. See if he can't get down a little bit further and see if there's another... Is there another door on the floor down there? There is. So you guys came in this door steps that come down this way and it looks like another door in the floor over here the room is over is filled with the stench of these birds and their their refuse and debris and uh, as you fly down there are at least six of these hawk-like animals agitated go ahead and roll initiative oh, it's on like donkey Kong. uh thrill would like to coo to the to the hawk-like birds because he is a falconer, Jeffrey. I know, and I think that's pretty cool. So roll high on your initiative. Oh, I did not. <laughs> okay, so we've got... Ooh, Matt. Cacaw! <laughs> <laughs> 
So you can call out that you want to call to these guys if you want prior to these other guys maybe sing it up for you. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll say, let me communicate. All right, I'll stand behind him, ready with a stinking cloud to like choke these birds out. Okay, I'll be, I'll be ready work. with my swords in case one gets near me. Okay. Do they all swoop in and attack me before I have a chance to call? <laughs> poke your, poke your just, eyes out. Since you were the first one in the room, I'm going to slip you in just before the critters. So you delayed after Matt, Kelly, and Adam. You go just before the critters. Let's hear your... What are you going to try to communicate to these birds in your calls? <laughs> Hawks aren't going to understand that. <laughs> Or, or do you want to know what I mean by that? Well, now I need the translation. That was very interesting. But I do need the translation as to what that was meant to be in, in bird speak. But uh, very Definitely a... Torg and I just look at each other. It's like this crazy elf, this crazy wood elf. He's got, like, feathers hanging off of his hairs and, like, big feather earrings. And he's, he's like, yeah, he's definitely a wood elf. Um... The translation of that, roughly, Jeffrey, I mean, roughly, you wouldn't understand all the... Um, the nuances? Yeah, the nuances. Um, but roughly, it's, we are friends, do not harm us, and we will not harm you. You sense they want just a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey, you, uh, are, you are pure evil, man. <laughs> You, you feel like you're close. They just need a little more reassurance and 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 bird speak. Uh, tell them eagle dick is among your number. Oh, tell them what? Eagle dick is among your number. <laughs> did you, did you change Speedo's name to Eagle Dick? <laughs> no, but I'll <laughs> They're like, you're gonna do what with the what now? It's the newest trend on Twitter. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm gonna mention the eagle dick. That might send them into a fury. Um, he says we like eagle dick. <laughs> so, video, Dustin, for inspiration, man. All right, let me, let me, let me, let me tap into this. See if you can channel that. All right, it's it's loading. My, my next message is basically going to be like, you guys are free to go if you would like. Um, we are just looking to see. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. I got to do that again. God, if this, if this was in person, like if this was at Origins already, I would just be like, I would totally do that. But. My kid is asleep in the next room, so you guys are going to have to use your imaginations with. <laughs> Sorry, I turned that up. It's going to be really loud. <laughs> so There's now a dog howling in my neighborhood. <laughs> so, uh, birds seem to get... Oh, look, you got a little quite bloom there. I love the contrast and texture. What was that? What was that? Who was that? You don't have the headlock. That just pissed the birds off. <laughs> <laughs> they feel like they've been tricked. Oh. 
the hawks have three large uh, nests in this room, and they sort of they, uh, <laughs> prowl closely and sort of retreat back to their nests. Their heads are cocked a little bit, but it seems like they're almost willing to let you pass if you get through quickly with little interference to them. Okay. Are, is, are any of the nests nearby the door? I mean, the nests are they're close, but you can get to the door without disturbing them if you make an effort. Okay, I will. So I like will. There's you know, a nest. I will call quietly up to the team and be like, you know, descend quickly. Do not disturb the birds. Do not disturb their nests, and they will let us by untouched. How do they get out of here? Are there holes or like? There does not appear to be any holes. So they they, they must control these things or like. Yeah, they're they're captive. Yeah. Are we going to leave the hatch open up top? Yeah, I think we should. Threll, Threll endeavors to set them free. Mm-hmm. It's, it's evening, right? Yes, it is. In fact, it's probably dark out now. So, so if they do get out, no one will see it from the White Rock. I don't care if they did anyway. So you come down. Okay. So you guys are all going to just sort of move through observing yeah, the birds. Not sure I'm not even going to make eye contact. Okay. They know Eagle Dick. Yeah, I'm going to have to change that Speedo's name. Speedo Eagle Dick? (laughs) There's already probably a a hashtag Speedo that gets put around on Twitter. I don't know. That'd be sort of fun, though, to take over the Team Speedo hashtag. (laughs) (laughs) They'd be like, what is this? Do not disturb. What is that? Speedo Eagle Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Get a season desist. Probably. Uh, there were arrow slits in that that room, so it's possible the birds were squeezing through the arrow slits to head out. Um, Does it seem likely? So, is what? Does it seem likely that they were doing that, or is it just a possibility? Possibility. Um, so now you come down through the other trap door, and you come to another room. And at this point, there's been these spiral staircases have been rather long, so you've probably actually descended a significant amount, probably like a hundred and. 50 feet or so than that. So there's been large gaps between these these floors and these tower rooms. So we're down Um, below the ground level. Yeah, you're probably below the ground level now. The dwarf in the party will recognize that we're, you know, we've come below the ground level, probably getting down more into the ruined section uh, of the castle. Um, And inside here, you see uh, some arrows that's high up in the wall, and then it winds down and there's a floor that's coated in thick dust. Um, there's a door. You guys sort of come down. You guys probably come down right about here or so. Do quickly. Maybe we should. Uh, Anybody speak yeah, further? No. I froze for like 10 seconds there. What did I miss? Spiders. Spiders. This is the base level underground. Base level. I'm pretty sure you're at base level. Door over here. All these little cross markings are webs about the room. Well, all this is telling me not another way down the white rock. You guys came down and hanging from the ceiling are uh, five webbed husks. So how much further do we have to go to get to the floor? We think we're this is you're, you're coming down the steps. You've probably got twenty five feet of steps to get down, you know, to wind down, rest away the floor. Hmm. There's a door. 
I would like to throw a choking cloud and use it as a shield for us to keep okay. it between us and the spiders. Okay. So Speedo casts. Crap, lost the spell. Damn it. Let's start lighting up the webs. Yeah, just set them up. I'm actually going to swap maps real fast. Did the husks look like they were humanoid? Humanoid in size, uh, some about, yeah, humanoid in size. I switch the maps, make sure to scroll up, and then. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> this is the ticket. Although we don't, it's meta. <laughs> <laughs> the dwarf would know. Yeah. The dwarf is pretty reasonably insightful on this. The stone looks like the same as the... Well, he wasn't there before. <laughs> he's he's not very intelligent, so he's... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he never has no idea. He thinks he moved up. Because, wow, this tower is tall. I mean, I'm not going to say that so much. It's like he just... He, he more communicates with single words and grunts. Hey, <laughs> best friends with Torg. Torg's so, very cunning and intelligent. You guys are... Um, Matt, real quick. As far as cavemen go, maybe. He just speaks with the broken common, that's all. So the stairs sort of came down over here. Webs. Webs. Huts. So, what are going to do to get across the room? Kill it with fire. Yeah. Torch those webs. Well... Mm. Mm. Thrill wonders if that would be uh, a good thing to do for our hawk friends above. Well, they can get out. The heat might drive them out. Plus, web doesn't burn that long, does it? Is the ceiling it uh, stone to or wood? Yep, stone. Oh, I wouldn't worry about them then. Yeah, it should just burn out. If it gets warmer, maybe that'll help them fly out. Mm, all right, I trust you guys. Let's torch them, slide them up. And all birds die. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Smoking inhalation. Smoke inhalation. <laughs> Great. So you're going to torch the room before you get to the door, correct? Yes. Yes. All right. My kind of party. As <laughs> we're going for the door. You immediately regret this decision. You gasoline spiders. That <laughs> <laughs> didn't kill them. That made them angry. Excellent idea. So... Tell me the tactics to torch the room. Uh, torch. You guys have torches? In the webs. I have a few. L2 or just torch on the web? Uh, torch the webs. Silas will... How many flasks of oil would we need? Can we kind of spread it between like three torches? One flask across three torches? Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. All right. Silas will will give up a flask of oil for such a purpose. Okay. And he looks he looks over at Tom and he's like, I don't know how this, this didn't work out for us very well last time. <laughs> so he contributes a flask of oil. You guys got a couple torches. Uh, you're gonna light some webs up, correct? Yep. Um, do luck checks for the three people lighting webs. That's what I do well. You want to roll under your luck, right? Who's all doing it? I, I'll do one. Finley, I'll do one. Okay. Made it. Made it. 
Thrill will do one. Immolation. Speedo will do one. I made it. Okay, so the three of you get the webs lit. They begin to burn. Smoke begins to fill the room. You, uh, What are you going to do? Starting to burn, smoke starts to fill the room. Do we see any movement? Um, Infravision? Infravision folks can roll an intelligence check. Nope. What do I see on the uh, on the motion detector? <laughs> Ooh, Threll. Oh. Threll coming up big. Nat 20. Threll sees a oh, dog-sized spider scurry out from one of the burning pieces of web, move away from the flames, and apparently appears to be defensively positioning itself against the party. Uh, he will point it out. With and, an then, and then snap off the shot with an arrow. Okay, roll initiative. <laughs> That's the best part. Ah, oh, god damn it. <laughs> Three, yeah, roll well tonight either. Oh, better than that. Oh, my god. Circle of ineptitude right here. I think they're... In a I'm going to blame Twitter for this one. I actually I was... got a three. I was... Oh, Twitter is Twitter. Man. That is a... That's terrible. Nice. And my six is going to come in second. And then we've got... Hey, when we when we commit to fallacy, Jeffrey, we commit wholeheartedly. Be right back. And Adam with the one. Okay, Torg, Speedo, Spider moved off to the red spot. It seems to be gearing up to hurl something at someone. Torg is going to immediately leap off the stairs, and he's going to put his his spear like between his legs like a pogo stick and try to land on that spider. Okay. He rolled a 19. He failed the deed. Okay, you don't hit the deed, but you hit the spider. A 19 is going to be a crit, too, is it not? What level is he? Probably. Two. Yes, it's a crit. Okay. So his damage is going to be 1d8 plus 3. 4 damage, and then his crit roll is going to be a... Come on, for serious? I don't have any of this stuff written down. All right, his crit roll is going to be a D14 on table three. Okay. Is that modified by luck? Oh, no. I have no luck modifier. It doesn't matter. On table three, you got a 13. When he lands, the strike breaks foe's jaw. Blood and shattered teeth ooze down the foe's face, inflicting an additional 1D8 damage with the strike. For additional two damage, bring it to a total of six. Okay. You pissed off the spider. Excellent. You also notice that your spear tip has rusted away. Ah. Uh huh. That's a bunch of junk. So it's a corrosive gasoline spider, man. These things are the worst. (laughs) All right. uh, Speedo. Speedo is going to enlarge. Speedo Eagle Dick. (laughs) And lay the door. Alright, so 22 on the enlarge. That ought to be pretty decent. 
Okay, Finley, you double in size. You receive a plus four bonus to attacks, damage, and armor class due to greater size and strength. In addition, the target receives plus ten hit points from the new size. These hit points are lost first when the target is wounded, and the damage suffered while giant size transfers to his normal hit point pool only if he first loses all ten bonus hit points. So you got ten temporary hit points, and you got plus four to AC strength uh, to hit, and all that stuff. And who'd you just throw that on? Uh, Finley the Dwarf. Okay. Spider's up. It's pissed off. Uh, it skitters a bit to the side. Who's got metal armor on? Does Mithril count as metal? It does. Well, right. Speedo is, is in that. Speed metal. <laughs> Armor's a dwarf wearing. <laughs> and the shield. Punch has chain mail. Okay, so we've got guys have, uh, have leather, so. So we got chainmail and a mithril. Uh, chainmail is one, mithril is two. Now it is. This spider hurls a web, glob of web, at Hunch. Misses as it goes cascading off to the side. Woo! <laughs> Takes us to Hunch and the Nightfish. Can we get to the has just been attacked by Torg and uh, <laughs> shuffled just a teeny bit to the side so it could hurl a web ball towards Hunch. Can we get to the door? Yes. Okay. Hunch is going to run to the door. Okay. He's going to open up the door and he's going to cast word of command. Fling the door open. Cast. Door seems to be barred from the other side. Oh, things smoky in here. Let's get in. Stick our pug on it. <laughs> uh, okay. The pug's off game. Word of command. Sixteen. Fairy can speak a word at a target within thirty feet. If the creature fails to save it, it must obey the command. For number of rounds equal to one d six plus cash order. He's gonna yell out, "Flee!" To the spider. Okay. So I need to make a will save, I assume. Yeah, DC 16 will. Yeah. Versus. Will save. I fail my save. We have to flee. So the spider flees up the steps into the bird room. <laughs> and the spider fled. The room is beginning to get smoky as the webs continue to burn and some other little refuse that's been piled into this room begins to burn. The, the door that Hunch has reached. Fire out. How are you going to put the fire out? Just batting at it with shield or backpack, stuff like that. Do I smell gold? Luck check. See if you can put out. Well, under my luck. Yes. That is my luck. Uh, you're able to get the fire under control. You're staying in a circular room. It's fled upstairs. Birds are pissed off. You can hear them calling like crazy from up above. Um, and you've got a door that appears to be barred from the other side. Is there any way to get a, a blade or something through the crack in the door and try to lift the bar? You could try that. You've also got someone that's enlarged too, right? Or is it just a hit point bonus? You get a plus four bonus to all your checks. 
So you've also got that too. So you've got some strength, and you could try to jam a dagger through and try to put the bar on the other side, though. Yeah, Finley is going to take a look at the door just to kind of see, like, if anything he ever learned while living in a mine kind of show through about how, like, the sturdy structure of the door, like, if he could just kind of charge through it even if it's barred. Okay. What does that take? Just do a strength check. Okay. And you said it was a plus four to checks? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, very oh. nice. 26. He just puts his shoulder down, it goes shattering. <laughs> Thanks, nice. he keep rolling 20. It's about time you catch up, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> See what appears to be a blank wall. You make break the door down into what looks to be like a five foot wide passage and a, a a blank wall. It just ends in a wall. Yep. Like nothing to the left or right of it. <clears throat> just red. A little like stub of a hallway. Like does it look like it was sealed off recently? No. It looks like a stone ten length right there. Looks like decent craftsmanship. Speedo wants to check it out for secret doors. Yeah. There you go. He has a sixteen on his check. Um, Speedo finds a secret door. Yay! Right there. Does Speedo see how to open it? Yeah, you can figure out how to open it. Okay, Speedo wants to open it. Okay. It fills a room that is a 20 foot by 40 foot room covered with a thick layer of dust and appears to have lain undisturbed for many years. Oh dear. The rooms occupied by the shattered remains of a dark wood table. Broken chairs are strewn about the chamber. Hanging on the north wall are the frayed remains of an elegant tapestry. Hmm. So this place hasn't been used for a long time. Yeah, odds are they haven't found this room yet. They probably were afraid of the spiders and didn't come down. They had a rope ladder to get up to the tower, so they probably haven't explored this area. Is there a doorway? There does not appear to be a doorway. Huh. What's behind the tapestry? Uh, stone wall. Is the tapestry relevant? Does it depict anything? The tapestry is tattered. It's about ten feet long, five feet high. Um, it looks like it was probably a tapestry of what Castle White Rock used to look like. Is there any way that we could possibly like take it down carefully, fold it nicely, or put it into someone's backpack to take it back to town to sell? Because that probably is worth quite a bit, even though it's not in the greatest shape. You try to do it, uh, it, it how uh, without damaging it. You can make an attempt to try to do that. Uh, um, but yeah, if, if you want to take some time and you want to spend time doing it, then yes, you can take it down. Well, I'm sure others are going to be like checking for something. Doors, passages, something like that, because there's got to be a way into this room aside from just that one. What Someone want to make a check for while they're doing while they're checking walls and stuff like that. He's going to be carefully trying to put it away. Okay. Speedo got another it, sixteen. It does take Speedo a while to search about the room, and he finds a secret door on this end of the room there. Okay. There's a secret door there that's not on the map. And this is probably a decent spot to stop for the evening. <laughs> yeah, otherwise it's going to put us right into a combat. Yeah, I mean, weird. how could that be possible? How would I ever know that? <laughs> <laughs> so, but it is 11.05. Uh, but there's a secret door there, so you've pretty much made your way into what you suspect is the uh, portion of the castle remains. Uh, what happened outside was fairly loud, so you and or the person may have already signaled, so the people inside may be aware of you or they may not. Depends how quickly you guys took care of it. 
Um, and like I said, you found that secret door in that room. So that okay. should be a good spot to wrap for the evening. Cool. Yes. And so, cool. That's it, guys. Awesome, man. Awesome, guys. Awesome. Good game. Cool. Talk to you all later. All right, guys. Have a good night. Have a good night. Thanks for listening to the DCC RPG Actual Play Podcast. Please stop by irontavern.com forward slash podcast and tell us what you think.